J right in your face. Welcome back to episode 19 of The Fadeaway. It's your host, Fatty, and alongside me today, my co-host. Nah. How you doing, Zaid, man? It's uh, So I, I think we got to let our fans know I... I just can't be spending more time coming up with names <laughs> than I can coming up with things to talk about on this podcast. So for now, we're just going to return to My your actual name. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe I'll start like recycling old names. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I mean, right now is not really a time for joking. I feel like once a week we have to run a Raptors disappointment pod. It's been a gloomy week in Toronto. I, I mean, you think getting rid of DeMar would bring in new times, but nope. I, it's been pretty much the exact same. So, I mean, lots to talk about today. We do want to talk about the Raptors series, and as it stands right now, we didn't get to talk about Game 2 or 3. Yeah. And then we got to just uh, touch touch on some other series, see what's going on around the league. Lots to wrap up this week, uh, but before we get into that, uh, how was, uh, with the exception of yesterday, how was your week? Yesterday being I the, mean, the embarrassing Raptors game. This, how does Game 2 count too? As the part of the week or what? Because it's been it hasn't well, been a good week. That was Monday night, right? Yeah, or yeah. So it hasn't been a good week. Clearly. Yeah, I guess it's been a trash week. Yeah. Started and ended. It's been raining all week, so it's not it's not like it's a it's a bright week in, in Toronto. And honestly, like you know, when when I, I, honestly after game two, I was like, you know what? I try to be positive. I try to be like, you know what? We only lost by like three points. We played poorly. Like the team played poorly. So there's I try to take those bright spots from game two. And, you know, I'm like, you know what, game three, there's like, you know, I saw a stat, 78% of the uh, of series is that, so the game three winner ends up winning the series. I'm like, you know what, this is a big game. <laughs> yeah, 78, 78% of the time, the game three winner wins the series. So I was like, you know what, Toronto, big game. Apparently in Philly, game three was the biggest game in 18 years for them. That's what they were saying there. That was the buzzer on the city. Yeah, so, and that was since they went to the finals with Iverson against the Lakers. So, big game for them, too. But I was like, you know what? We're going to show out. And then game the game three started. And I was like, Kawhi has the first seven points of the game. So, it's kind of looking a lot like game two. And then, keep going a little bit more. Kawhi and Pascal have the first 12 to 15 points of the game. So, I'm like, okay. this This doesn't look good. This is looking just like... Game two. And luckily, Danny Green was able to hit some threes. So, you know, you you, you kind of you kind of expect him to bounce back, you know, his veteran, you know, experience and stuff like that. One bad game, fine. You know, he had a couple good looks in game two, didn't fall. Game three, he came out came out shooting, came out scoring, he came out making. Points. Right, so he, he had a big game for us. But other than Kawhi, other than Pascal, who else on our team did anything? Well, that's actually what we're going to talk about today. We're going to really dive into sort of why this is happening or yeah. what we see. Because it's funny, as I'm watching this, like with the exception of yesterday, game one and two, our defense has been stellar. Amazing. Like, Amazing. I, the fact that we've been holding this Philly team to under 120 points, under 110 for the, 100, more, for the first two for game games. Two? Right. Uh, 104, I think, in game two. And then like yes. less than 100 or, yeah. or just about 101 or something in, in the one. first game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's incredible to see, like, okay, that that's pretty good defense. And then, obviously, game three, they they had their way with us. Like, Joel Embiid was not being stopped. I was saying. And, and honestly, honestly, like, I don't – and I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, show the Raptors to be innocent because they're still at fault, and we're going to talk about that. But, man, Philly's hard to stop when Joel Embiid is doing windmills. I, I, I was saying, Joel Embiid at home is different. 
you know, like, and you have to be able to to be ready for that. He's not gonna. He feed, He's the kind of guy who feeds off the crowd. He's the kind of yeah. guy who likes to get the crowd involved and talk a lot of trash and whatever. So especially the way he's been he's, he's been playing the first two games, you gotta expect that he's gonna come out and be aggressive, and you gotta expect that Brett Brown's gonna make a game plan where he's gonna get Joel started, and there was no adjustment for on our end, and there hasn't been, which is which is weird because you mentioned like game two. All Raptor fans kind of are approaching this season differently. Like, this is a different year. We got Kawhi. We got Pascal. We got Nick Nurse. You know, we got Danny Green, Marcus Gasol. Yeah. It's a pretty new-looking team. Uh, so, when you go down 1-0 or if you go down or, or lose the second one at home, that fear factor that was in your mind from last year is not the same. So, right. after Game 2, everyone was pissed. But I mean, it's like okay, it's Philly. They're a good team. We played well in tight we, series. We, we played well in game two defensively. It just shots weren't yeah, dropping. Like we just weren't doing anything offensively yeah. other than Kawhi and Pascal. Um, yeah, but I mean, aside, no, Pascal had a pretty awful game too. Game he two, was nine for twenty-five from the field. Yeah, I mean, at least he I was right some. when they made the adjustment. They put Embiid on Siakam, oh, and it was just it, that was an adjustment that they. And then I think they moved Tobias to Mark. Mark, and he's just wow. And Mark forgot how to play. It's been working. So I mean, we're yeah, we're gonna look at that as well. But I mean, if you could pin your, I guess, finger on one thing, what would that be? That's the issue. You can't just choose one thing because I can. You can blame. I think Nick Nurse lost his game three. To be very honest with you, but uh, I don't know. I you can always look at personnel, but the way I look at it is, we we were making a run. We're making a very nice run. We cut the deficit to eight to end the third quarter. Yeah. And then this guy starts the fourth quarter with Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell, and Kyle yeah. Lowry. Bad decisions. And then they open up on a 9-0 run, and boom, <laughs> you're down 17, 16. And, and what? And then Kawhi comes in at 10 minutes left. We're down 16? You can't, yeah, you can't do that. Is the difference between Kawhi's injury going to be between 12 and 10 minutes played in the fourth quarter? Like, that that's something that blows my mind. And it's it, he got knocked forward in game one, even though we won. He got yeah. knocked forward in game two. Like, come on, man. Like, what, when are you going to make that adjustment? This is the playoffs. He rested 30 games. What did you rest him for? You see, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. And you see, when you came out in game three, I was expecting him to make an adjustment with the lineup and how we're guarding them. But then I looked at it like when we started. I'm like, okay, everybody's guarding the same person. Everyone's playing the same way. I'm like, you know what? Like, we didn't play poor defensively in game two. You know, we didn't really necessarily need an adjustment. We just need shots to fall. We need some offense. We need some some sort of system. And Nick Nurse was praised last year for his for his offensive system. And, oh, Dwayne Casey took this offense from Nurse, and it and it and it changed the whole game, changed everything. And then and then you look at it now is all, our offense is just ISO Pascal, ISO Kawhi. Hope they get figure it out. Figure, hope they figure it out. Hope they maybe kick out and somebody shoots a uh, uh, shoots a three and gets it in. But yeah, coaching has been abysmal, and it it was to the point where Brett Brown. Just coached himself into if, if if he wins this series, but so far the way he's coaching, he's coaching himself into a new contract. In my eyes, Nick Nurse is coaching himself to get fired. I don't think he'll get fired, but like if he was three years into into a into coaching this team after a series like this, where you're expected to go to at least the conference finals, you're gonna get fired. And that's the way he's been coaching, and he has made no offensive adjustments for us. He hasn't made any. You gotta create a system. You gotta use that system. You can't just rely on Kawhi to carry your carry your team. Like it was, I remember during in in, in, the, in late in the third quarter, they were playing and they gave Kawhi the ball. And then I remember Serge was extending around the three point line. He came to give him a screen. Serge was like, "No, no, no, stay away. I'm, I'm just gonna do it myself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I remember vividly that play, and I'm like frustration. Frustration. Man. What can you do? Like Kawhi is carrying, carrying. Kawhi is also mentally like four levels ahead of everybody. He's Absolutely. He's, <laughs> yeah, like, like what do you do? He's averaging thirty eight point nine. Sorry, 37.7 points a game. He was averaging 40 through the first two. What else do you want him to do? What else can he do? He's leading the team in scoring. He's leading the team in rebounding. You know what his percentage splits want- are? Yeah. This guy's shattering 50, 40, 90. It's insane what he's doing. 62, 48, 92. 62? <laughs> 62, bro. Man, his true shooting, true shooting is 71%. Wow. This guy's amazing. And 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 this is... and like. To put you, it in perspective, offensively, he's just up there, if he's, not better than Kevin Durant. But they're saying he's like the most like best, he's the best basketball player in the world. He's, yeah, he's playing like that right now, and he's saying one of the top playoff performers in history, like NBA history. How do you, how do you see that as as the other guys on the on the team? How do you guys see what he's doing? And I'm sure they feel bad that they they're not contributing, but like. This is almost like a tryout for you, for, you know for us. You know when you're like super talented, but you grow up in in the cities that like have nobody that plays ball, and then you like it's just you and your boys on the school team, and you're nasty, but all your boys are trash. But like you play on the school <coughs> team because it's like it's you and your boys, and it's pretty chill. That's what like, he's doing. <laughs> I feel like this is the exact situation. Like Kawhi's just playing, and he's just like head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, and everyone's just hanging around, like watching this guy. And and Kyle's just gonna tell me after every game, oh, he needs help. Oh, he needs help. Yeah, no, no, no crap. He needs help. Look at this team. Mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna walk you through this. So, um, from a starting perspective, so Kyle Lowry, this is on the season. He's putting up fourteen five and nine on forty one percent. That drops to 12, 5, and 8 on 40%. So, first of all, 14 points a game for a guy making $33 million off the bat, that's already bad. <laughs> like, I, I don't even want to hear about Kyle. Oh, he does the intangibles. You don't pay somebody $33 million I hate to do the intangibles. I hate that. So, let's just get that. that out of the way. If, if if people come at me as if I'm, oh, don't compare the contract. Oh, why not? That's what he's making. That's what you're paying That's what you to he's do. Worth. I'm not going to walk into the president of my company's office and compare him to a mistake that I made or a mistake that my colleague made on the floor. It's very different. Yeah, you're getting paid $33 million. We gave you the keys to this franchise and you're averaging 14 points a game. And that even reduces more in the playoffs. Didn't we shoot right now? Sorry? Do you know what he's shooting right now? What's he shooting? He's shooting 35% from the field, 14% from the three point line in the series. 14 bro <laughs> like come on 40 percent. we need you I, I don't care like my my thing with with lowry especially earlier on in this like in for game one and game two was like you know what i i know everyone's saying oh his plus minus is great through the playoffs you know he's bringing on the defensive end but he's not he's not scoring per se i'm like you know he what just plays with Kawhi. i was like yeah i was like you know what fine you know what you want to defer to Kawhi? fine do whatever you want to do but if we're giving you three point buckets to sh- three point um looks to shoot I need you to make them. I need you to be somewhat of a threat on the floor where if you hit the ball, they'll be like, oh, we have to go guard you. Right now, they're looking at your 14% from the three-point line. And they're like, oh, he gets the ball. It's not a big deal. Let's stay on Kawhi. Let's stay on Pascal. You're making it harder for your teammates to score. So you could talk all you want about plus minus. You could talk all, all you want about his, his leads the league and charges, drawn and whatever. But if you can't make a shot and your opponent knows that, you're a liability to the team. You're hurting the team. And I don't think that's what people realize is that we're on a contract. Yeah, we're paying you three three million. Absolutely right. We need you to score twenty plus at least. At least you know what I mean. I need you, Pascal and, and and Kawhi. They're taking all the scoring burden. So give me twenty. Give me fifteen to twenty points. Give me five to ten assists. 
Play. Look alive. Look alive when you're playing. Yeah, look alive when you're playing, man. Act like you want to play. He's not acting like anything. Be a threat on the floor. And then, I don't know if I want to go away from, from Kyle Lowry yet, but the same thing kind of goes to Marc Gasol. He, he's been as, he's forgot. He, this guy came from a team where he was the guy. And I know we've, we've lessened his role since coming to Toronto, but. No, he's not even shooting. He's not even shooting anymore. He doesn't want to shoot the ball. No, no, no. It, it, it's, it's abysmal. Like, so you talk about Marcus Gasol on the season, 14 points, eight rebounds a game on 45%. That's dropped down to eight points and five rebounds on 44%. Percentage is whatever, but. You're dropping half your points. He's 30% from the half? field this series. 30% Fred, from the field. Fred's going from 11 points a game to 5. Dropping 10% from the field. Surge from 15 to 7.5. Dropping 10% from the field. Norm from 9 to 7. That's our best guy. And he's still decreasing. Do you know what you told me? Remember when we were talking about oh, uh, what we predict for the series? And I, I, I found it hard that, for, I mean, for, for, first of all, for once, we were the favorite by everybody. And this is what we're going to give them, you know, like, it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing right? It's Number, actually embarrassing to rep for this team. I, that's what I'm saying. And then you you, you look at, um, I, I was looking at, I'm like, it's, it, I find it hard to believe that we're the favorite because I know they match up well against us. And then you're like, but our bench is phenomenal. Our bench is, uh, and everybody was saying that, you know, all the talk shows, all the podcasts, like, our bench is better than their bench, right? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. The bench is good. Our bench should out, um, should outplay them. Our bench has averaged, like, what, five points a game? Six points a game to their bench? What's his name? Uh, is it James Innes? Yeah. James Innes is playing better than Lowry, playing better than Serge. In and three this guy, games, our bench is, has a total of 26 points. That's unbelievable. A total. James Innes is outscoring them by himself, Fred man. Van Vliet has three points in three games. He just looks uncomfortable or when he's four playing. four points in three games. He just doesn't look like he he's, he's meant to be out there. Bro, zero for six, zero for seven, like... Unbelievable. And then, like, honestly, the perspective that we're seeing is a lot of people say, yeah, well, the coach isn't putting them in a position to succeed. Like, really? Am I going to blame the the coach on these all these four guys dropping half their points? Like, I don't know. It, it, Did you see it, their it, offensive rating with and without Kawhi Leonard? I saw, but you can you can go ahead and go through that right now. Yeah, so it's, with, it's crazy. So with Kawhi Leonard on the court, um, offensive rating – of 126, I believe that was game one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 126, and then without 47.8. Okay, and then... <laughs> 47, bro. <laughs> like, I don't even know what 47 means. Like, what what is an offensive rating of 47? <laughs> is that even possible? The lowest like, in the year was like 95. That was oh the lowest in the season was 95%. Or, sorry, 95. So, game two... 101.2 of him on the court, yeah. 35.7 him off the court. And then game three, 105 on the court, 70 off. Series, 110 on, 54 off. He, that is that is double. We're just riding him. We're riding Kawhi him. Kawhi Leonard has, like I think, in, through three games, uh, just on like 20 points less than half of the team's points total. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's out. I think he's at one, if he, 117, like, 113 total points right now. Aside from him, aside from him and uh, Pascal, I think maybe Kyle might be averaging double digits at like 10 or 11. He's averaging 12. Or other than that, everyone's under 10. You know, and Kyle Lowry's playing the most minutes. He's playing 39 minutes a game. He's averaging 12 points. 
I, I need you to do more. Please. I, I, we need it. It's, it's not at this point where it's like whether you want to or not. Like, no, no, no. You're not understanding. This is not an option anymore. In, you have in, to score. In 71 minutes of our starters being on the court this series, man, I can sit here ripping the I, know, I know. I know you can. In 71 minutes, 50% field goal shooting plus 18 for our starters. Yeah. In all other minutes, 36% field goal minus 32. Holy. What <laughs> is 32? Man. I think there was a game where Norm and Fred were... No, no, no. It was Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks was minus 15 played like in a game we minutes. won by 19. And he played like four minutes total. We we won. <laughs> Yo, first of all, Jody Meeks, that was an abysmal, abysmal substitute. I think that was game two. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I don't... He, that's, that's you have you have Pat McCaw on your bench. I don't know. You don't have know. Jeremy Lin on your bench, and Jordan Meeks is the one. That's reaching. He's Jody reaching. Meeks, bro. <laughs> He's reaching at that point. Jordan Meeks would be bad for our rec league team. <laughs> back, back to your point on Nick Nurse. He's reaching, and his. I mean, I, I'm not gonna put the total blame on him, but his lineups aren't working. Like they're long, they're tall, they're athletic. Well, they're team. not changing. The, the, that and the, bro, you can't put Norm Freddie. And Kyle Lowry as your one, two, and three, who are all under what six four, six five at most. You know what I mean. And then you have to start g- the fourth quarter with, start the, four- with the game on the line. And We're making a run. On the other end, you have Ben Simmons, JJ Redick, who's relatively short, I guess, and then Jimmy Butler, who's like, there. That's the average height of what six eight. Our average height is what six one. You can't do that. It doesn't match up well. Freddie does not play well against size. He can't. He's not playing well because of the size. Norman Powell doesn't play well in general. You know what I mean? Like, you need to do something different. And if, yeah. if you know your starters are the ones that are putting you in the game, put them in the game then. Kawhi Leonard rested 22 games this season. 26. 26 games this season. Let's play him pretty 40. much played no back to back. Let's play him 40 minutes. And we have breaks, man. We have like, breaks. It's the playoffs. So you're, right. you're playing once every three days. Also, I found it pretty interesting that when we're in Philly, Philly gets an extra night off between yeah, games. We don't, eh? we don't. But that's <laughs> that's another topic for another day. But I mean, for the for the first time, I feel not for the first time, but for the first time in a long time this year, I feel like there's nobody to blame but ourselves. You can't blame the refs for these abysmal calls. You can't blame. I mean, their, their calls know, are pretty sketchy in Game Three, though. They were, sk- but that's the reason why we lost. Two, two. Game Three, I think. I th- I found Game Three more. You know that they had that that, that technical on on Danny Green where he, his his toe touched the line oh, on the, the imbalance. Game. Come on, man! They had they, they missed the Kyle Lowry getting getting elbowed, uh, elbowed in the groin. And he got fined twenty k. I honestly there was think, a couple of sketchy calls that, that were that weren't that. there. I didn't think that was much that's still but that's still the, the intent of, of 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 doing that though. You know what I mean? As ref, yeah, the ref yeah, was yeah. right there apparently, but there was still a bunch of like they're not not the reason why we lost by any means, but there's like sketchy calls that they throw in here and there that are like. Really though, are you really doing that right now? But but it's not. They're not series deciding calls. No, absolutely they're not, not. Game deciding calls. At the end of the day, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Our bench production has been trash, non-existent. Our coaching, like the substitutions that are being made, the adjustments that aren't being made. Another thing that we said before the series, something that I highlighted before the series started, was offensive rebounding, and and our defensive rebounding. They're, they, I think we were. Minus 21 in game two or something like that on rebounding. Like, you have to box out your man. They're the best offensive rebounding, offensive rebounding team in the they're league. They're murking us. And they're, 
You, you, the amount of second no possessions chance. that they get, and then they'll bang a three. They'll score and on you it. You lose so much momentum. It's like a five point swing yeah. automatically because we can't shoot threes. If it's not Kawhi, who else is who's shooting? shooting threes? Danny, Danny, Danny just came back for right. one game. He was off for like six. This guy's the he's the best. Yeah, this guy holds a record for the most three pointers made in a finals. He shot and the he's best percentage in the first and second rounds of the app. He shot the best percentage in the league this year. So. And then on top of all this, the nice little cherry on top of a report comes out earlier this week oh. that Masai Ujiri is intrigued by the Washington Wizards job. What's intriguing by that job? I'm going to go ahead with the fact that they have 80% insurance on Maybe John that. Wall's contract next year, so he has some money to play with. And I guess Washington's probably a better spot to attract players. Really? But I feel like he's also attracted by the challenge because Washington is one of those challenges that you can come back quick. You have a Bradley Beal. You yeah. Can, you can build. So yeah. for him, he's like, okay, I have a piece. I have, a, I have you know, cap space allowance through the insurance next mm. year. I can see it. But the thing is, he's president of basketball operations now. Why would he be interested in a GM role? That's what he does. He built he, he build Denver, dipped when they couldn't win. He's gonna, he built the Raptors. He's going to dip. I mean, honestly, I don't blame him for wanting to leave because he's looking at. I do. You can't just trade Demar and that, then that's the thing. year later yeah. leave. That's, what, that's, that's the thing. If imagine if, if Kawhi leaves first and then Masai leaves, I'll, I'll, I'll be upset. But at least Kawhi left first. But if Masai leaves first before Kawhi decides to go, what are you doing? You think Kawhi's going to stay even, if you even, leave? Even if Masai leaves after Kawhi, everything's gonna. Everyone's gonna be like, oh well. Obviously, he knew he was leaving, so he didn't put in his 100 percent effort to bring him in. Or why would he? If you're gonna go to Washington, why are you gonna exhaust all your effort to sign Kawhi to Toronto? You're just gonna make him go to Washington. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a snake move. After doing what making, he did, after yeah, doing what he did, after making a franchise altering move like that, and then saying the next year you you want to leave or you're intrigued by that job, come on. Like, at least wait a couple of years or something. You know what I mean? Honestly, but, there was a part of me that felt like the Lakers job when, when Magic opened it, that they would be looking at Masai. But I hear they're looking at Bob Myers, the Golden State guy. That's cause, genius. Because he's a Laker. He's an L.A.-born guy. And yeah. I think he's a little bit over the job in Golden State. Not over it, but he's he's done. The, what, what, how much easy. better can you do? You, you've reached the, the, the Bob ceiling. Bob Myers yeah. can do whatever. He, Bob Myers can demand a pay rate in any room he walks into Yeah, now. absolutely. Four chips. Or, earned it. To be. To be four chips, but like, yeah. the dominance the sheer dominance and the being able to draft and and pick up the the other guys but anyways i don't want to talk about the successful so let's just just let's just wrap let's just wrap the raptors up and going forward game four sunday night or sunday i believe sunday night sunday evening what do you want to see from the raptors (sighs) man i want to see effort for people to say the Raptors were going to win this series in five, I, I don't understand. That's wild. They, they have a starting lineup of Tobias Harris, uh, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and who's the Jimmy, other guy? Jimmy, JJ. Jimmy, JJ, so JJ, obviously, but I'm saying those four guys Jimmy that we just Butler. listed yeah. are six, seven, and higher. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I was saying before. I'm like, how? Are six, seven, and taller. Danny Green is a big guy, but he's not as mobile as a Tobias Harris. He's not as mobile as a Ben Simmons. Do I trust him guarding either of them? Not really, not really, like at all. To be honest with you, and, and the fact I, I don't know. And then obviously their bench comes in, and Greg Monroe is torching us. Oh my goodness, Greg, Greg Monroe, the Monroe. guy we had midseason, we traded him, we I dropped him. I can't believe we waved him, bro. We didn't even <laughs> trade him. We waved him. This guy, Greg Monroe, James is- Ennis the third was starting for Houston this year. Then they were trash. Yeah. Then they traded him. Now he's killing it. He's killing these these. 
These guys One man's shouldn't trash be. is another man's treasure. Anyways, before we wrap up the Raptors, you showed me a little clip from uh, our boy Chris Broussard My guy, Chris on the Broussard, herd man. today. So we want to just uh, play that for you guys. It hurt my feelings, it's to be very enough. honest with you, but... I think uh, as Raptor fans or as Raptor uh, Toronto citizens, you need to you need to hear this. Yeah. Let's just face it. They're soft, and it's not Kawhi Leonard. I don't. It would. They were soft before Kawhi got there, and they're still soft. He's not soft. But what is going on? I mean, this this is a soft team. It's been that way for the last five or six years. Thank you. And I, <laughs> by the way, I love Canada. Canada Canada's soft. It, they're nice. I like visiting too, but it's soft. <laughs> Man. <laughs> this guy. Yo, I love that, bro. It's so funny. Where it hurts the most. First of all, my boy Drake just won 12 Billboard Awards. <laughs> Brought it up to 26. He's the GOAT. He's the goal. He's untouchable, man. Yeah, he's the goal. You, you got to put some respect on him. You can't be talking about him. He did say he's one of the greatest of all time. He did. But and he did, he did, to be fair, we didn't play the whole thing, but he did retract. He did, like, I was just joking yeah. about Canada and Drake. But but honestly, like, that's the best way to sum, sum it up. Mentally, soft. it's just soft. They're not there, right? And we talked Fred about... Fred Van Lee doesn't want to be on the court. We, talk, we talked about this year saying, oh, LeBron's gone, LeBron's gone. You know, we're meant too mentally weak for LeBron, but if he leaves, we're good. Where were you at now? Right? And it, that's just been the same pattern for five years, six years. Just not showing up in the playoffs, and you know, like he said, that that's what it is. Toronto, Toronto the the Raptors have been soft, and that's what they are. And I I saw I saw on Instagram after after the win last night for Philly, Joel, a picture of Joel Embiid doing the rock the cradle, rock the baby, and they had a Barney in his arms. And it's just like, what what can you do? You deserve we deserve it. It's it's so hard to watch. It's so hard to look at. I want to move. On. And when he but when he meant when he windmilled, I was. Oh, I texted you right away. I'm like, oh, man, it's over. We just got windmilled on. I, I, I was devastated. We just got windmilled on. I'm scarred for life. By a man who's 7 foot 30, mid, 38. Mid-game in traffic. In traffic. Just, just busted out a windmill. And the way he celebrated it. Oh, honestly. Oh, man. Honestly, man. I'm like, I'm hurt. Kawhi Leonard, we have we are wasting the biggest opportunity in our franchise history. To keep him. So, at this point, I'm just going to enjoy all that I can of Kawhi yeah. in a Raptors jersey because this guy is phenomenal. I think he's the best basketball player in the entire world. When you take into consideration the offense and defense importance, like Kevin Durant is a scorer. Yeah. He's a really good scorer. He's a really good defender, but he's more of a team defender than he's a one-on-one defender. Yeah, like a rip protector, like, come help. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And man, Kawhi is right there offensively, if not better. Efficiency, he's shooting a better percentage than Durant. He's shooting about 6% higher from the field than Durant. Next year. He has just as many three points made. Next year, when he plays for the team that he wants to be on, he is going to be unleashed. And it's going to be scary. I just feel like if he resigns, moving forward with him and skills, like the new age Jordan Pippen. It can work, but it can work, man. Not with this, not with this showing in, in the playoffs. And Nick Nurse is not a coach like now that you really think about it, is Nick is Nick Nurse the guy that you want when you're trying to prove to Kawhi Leonard to stick around? Do you think Dwayne Casey would have done a better job with with, no. with this playoff t- with no. playoff run? I think Dwayne Casey would have taken us to seven against Orlando. <laughs> no, that's really bad. Is, you man, think so? I think if we lost Game One with Dwayne Casey, that we'd win four straight. I don't know, man. Orlando's Ever? Not, Orlando's not great. They're not great, but four straight. Just. 
the mental toughness of losing a game one, I think, gets to Casey. Possibly, just, quite possibly. And then he yeah. just doesn't perform. Even in even in Detroit, man, I was listening to some guys. They're like, yo, even with the minimal pieces he had, he still couldn't do anything. He couldn't make a change. He couldn't make a like, hey, don't start Thon Maker two games in a row when he yeah. just got torched Fair, in game okay. one. Hey. Why don't you sub this guy in instead of the other guy? There's just always something that he's doing incorrectly. <laughs> I think Dwayne Casey's too old school for this league. Nick Nurse is just kind of uh, winging it. I think he just looks like he doesn't know what he's talking about or doing. He's squatting all the time. I don't know where he gets his suits They're from. They're fire, though. My man, if, if your suit pants can stretch like that. I got to get me a pair. If you got it like that, man. I got to get me a pair. He's living his life, man. He's probably getting those from Uniqlo. Shout out Uniqlo because... <laughs> They've that's got some not fire an ad. stuff there, bro. That's yeah. not an ad, but we're open. So yeah, if you work facts. for Uniqlo uh, and you run that, let us know. We'll we'll do an ad. We'll do an ad for you guys. Let's talk about the other series in the East. That one took a weird, uh, interesting turn to start. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of deviated back to the mean a little bit because bro. Milwaukee's about to win. All you, all you Boston guys, man. They're like, oh, Boston in five, Boston in four, whatever. I'm like, yo, relax. I was I was, I was out here feeling bad inside. I'm like, I, I chose Milwaukee in six. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. But, man. Milwaukee's about to take a 2-1 series. 2-1. They're about to take home court back. They're up nine with 36 seconds left. That's what I'm saying, man. Giannis, 30-13-8. and eight. Eight. George Hill, 21 off the bench. Connaughton, 14-7. and seven. Interesting note. Uh, I want to bring us back to the Raptors for just one <laughs> can't second. let go, man. So I read a tweet today, guys. Pat Connaughton is making approximately $1.6 million this season with 11 points tonight. Connaughton has scored more points in one half than all three of the Toronto Raptors' primary bench players have managed in three games for the versus the Sixers. Van Vliet, eight. Powell, nine. Ibaka, nine. We're all three, I think, making double. I think they're making, like... At least ten million a year. Those oh, guys. that's actually a really good point because that's another thing I wanted to bring up is we're doomed. We are like, doomed. Masai can't leave, man. You, you, <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't do this. <laughs> we're, we have ninety million dollars tied up in Serge Ibaka, Marcus Saul, Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, and Danny Green. You can't leave. You can't bro. leave. You've dug like, yourself where, a hole. Bro. Where are you going? <laughs> Who is where? I demand. I demand a recount. Like, bro, ninety million dollars. Oh, we're yeah, we're screwed over. These guys combined haven't even scored fifty points. Ninety million dollars? No, I can't even tell you. Yo, we're housing. We are housing the worst contracts in the NBA. In the NBA, Marcus Hall's making twenty six million dollars next year if he opts in. If he opts in, and he's are you old. crazy? I'm for sure opting in that, bro. Opting if he opts out, he's getting a veteran's minimum at best. At best. Oh, are that's, you kidding? That's deadly. Especially after taking one point five shots every sixteen games in the playoffs. And then I think this year we're gonna, we're also gonna have to sign Pascal this year to big money. No, I don't think it's this year. I think next it's year, twenty twenty. I pray it's next year. We're lucky if it's next year because. If we then he'll, he's going to find a way to leave. And yeah. he's, not even, he's not even a UFA. He's just going to walk out, man. I can't, if we lose Pascal, I'm going to renounce. You're going to renounce, eh? Well, I'm like, you're already there. Renounce. You're already I'm, there. I'm st- you know what I'm doing is I'm transitioning. So I'm like, I'm starting my Dallas phase yeah. early, like as the Raptors are kind of dwindling. Right. And then hopefully by the time, like, you know, Dallas picks up a little bit, I can just you're like, ready let to go hop. completely. Like I, I can't, I can't deal with this, man. Like I put way too much emotion into a franchise that just doesn't care about me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's how it feels, man. I just they don't care. Like you get so far and you do everything so well, and then all of a sudden your head coach is gonna squat and his six hundred dollar 
suit jeans or suit pants. Suit pants. And then and then that's it. He's just gonna call nothing. He's gonna sub Kawhi out because customarily has to sub him in with nine and a half left. He's gonna take him out exactly where he takes him out, even if we're up twenty. There's no change. Like everything is just so fixated with Nick Nurse. I, I anyways, I don't want to talk about the Raptors anymore. Let's go back to, go back. to Boston, Milwaukee. So Milwaukee about to take a two one lead. Huge. Um, so walk us through that because I did not hesitate to trash talk you. Yeah. After game one, I was Finally, actually went for me. during game one because it was a slap. And I was like, man, yeah, you guys, Milwaukee's you guys are... down 22 at home. Like, this is embarrassing. So walk us through your feelings after game one and where you're sitting right now. Well, like I was saying, after game one, everyone's like, Boston in five, whatever. And I'm like, Milwaukee in six? I, I can't believe I have that on tape. Like, it's recorded. It's... It's done, you know. It's it, it's it's cemented in, in history that I I picked Milwaukee in six. But I mean, Boston came out and played Giannis very well. You you were right about Horford. You were right being able to guard Giannis. Even Baines did a good job on him. But man, seven game series. You know, teams have time to game plan. Teams have time to adjust. And unlike poor coaches that you know seem to be in Toronto, other coaches do adjust and they make adjustments for the players defensively, offensively. And it just looks like Coach Boonholzer was able to get. Giannis to his spots better in in game two and and then in in game three right now and that's where it starts. If Giannis is not rolling, you bet you can all you can bet on it that the rest of the Bucks are not going to be rolling. So it just comes down to coaching adjustments, and that's what wins. That's what wins games. What wins games in the playoffs. And I, and I was talking about it earlier. And sorry to take you back to the Raptors, but the way Nurse is coaching, he's coaching himself out of a job. And the way Brett Brown is coaching, he's coaching himself into a new contract. So. You know that's how crucial coaching is, and and I, I don't doubt that you know this this Boston Milwaukee series will go down to the wire. I, I even though I said I said Milwaukee six can easily go to seven in my opinion. They're both great coaches, Brad and 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 Coach B. But that's just what it is. You make adjustments. You get your you get you put your players in the right p- spots to win, and you win games. So now we're up two one. So everybody who said Boston in five, um, take your L. I Boston in six. Which is still gonna so happen. you still have a chance, whatever. That's but I'm surprised because this is game one in Boston. So the fact that they took that is a pretty good sign. You know what? I don't know. Milwaukee's definitely a good team. We talked about that, but um, it's a series that can go either way. And yeah, we, we acknowledge that in the beginning. It's definitely an interesting series, hard fought. But this is this is coming off after Kawhi saying that he's a basketball genius. So it's not looking good Ky- for uh, sorry, Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie yeah. yeah, saying he's he's smarter than all these uh, analysts that were <laughs> that he's been doing this for longer than them. So okay. that's really funny. All right, Kai. Going over to the West, so before we get into the series that's going to kick off tonight, or it's not going kick off the Game 3 that's going to kick off yeah. tonight, uh, Portland and Denver, first game in, in Portland. We're going to talk about the the one where there's a lot of Oscar nominees for uh, the top actors in the league, Golden State-Houston. So take us through that. Like, Did you ever think it would be 2 nothing Golden State after 2? No, I thought, I mean, especially with the way they played against the Clips. Yeah, but they—it's they, kind of weird. Golden State plays down to their competition, I think, when it's bad teams. But when it's teams that they know they have to go up against, they—they they just so kind of turn it on. What did you think about that whole uh, officiating uh, mishapping so, game one? Because I honestly, I honestly thought it was a terribly officiated game. When I look at it, it's just. It's hard for me to be on James Harden's side. Shockingly, I know you're gonna say that, but it, I I know they did miss calls. They did for sure. I think there was four. The, the people are saying there, there was four in the first half that they missed. The refs came into the locker. Room I know, I know. Yeah, That's twelve shots, man. But where I'm a little bit confused, and they lost by like three. 
Where I'm confused though, and maybe you can clarify for me, is you know the the shooter, sorry, the defense, the defender has to give the shooter space to land, mm-hmm. right? So technically, the defender cannot be when you close out, you can't be moving toward. Yeah, you gotta um, jump straight up. Jump straight, straight up. Down. But what happens when the shooter, the shoot, when you shoot, your natural motion is forward. The shooter also moves forward, and a lot of times where. The guys were closing out. I know there was a couple on Clay where it really looked like he was like doing the the, the Zaza Pachulia closeout where he was going under. Yeah, those ones I'm with you. Like those are like those ones can't be missed there calls. Is. But there's ones where it's like they're both colliding into each other, and now that's the ones where I I wouldn't give James the call because James is kind of selling it. And there's one where Chris Paul literally kicked out his legs like a drop kick. And he's like, he was complaining. I'm like, man, you're kicking out your legs. You're doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm... Like I'm, what Jimmy Butler's been doing to us all series. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But and that's another thing. It, on yeah. the flip side, he's getting the and one call. Right, stuff, exactly. Yeah. So for me, I'm a bit on the fence just, just because like James Harden's also moving into the defender. So I'm not I'm not, I'm not an NBA official. I don't, I don't know how they want to call that one. But there are def, there was a, definitely at least two that I remember where Clay was under under James Harden. Bro, the last right? play of the game in game one where he went to take the tying three. Yeah. Yeah, that one was... Draymond took off. Like, yeah. He jumped forward. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you kick out. The defender cannot jump forward like that. Listen, um, the finals are a lot... The ratings are a lot better when Golden State's in there, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Houston. So, but I'm, I'm just over you them. Know? I'm over them. Uh, and then to go over to the next series, Portland-Denver. Surprising there. That's a 1-1 knot. I thought Portland would handle this one with ease, but Denver is playing really well. Jokic is Jokic, but the yeah. biggest surprise for me has to be Jamal Murray. He's balling, Coming from man. Kitchener, Ontario. Shout out Canada. Yeah. So um very happy. But the Western uh, series of Houston Golden State has inspired my next uh, little surprise segment. I didn't tell you about this, but oh, no. it's the NBA All Cry Babies. <laughs> and uh, at, at point guard, we have Kyle Lowry as the NBA uh, really? first team All Cry Baby. Oh, 100%. 100%. You think so? More yeah. than Chris Paul? Well, he's right there. Second, the second Chris Paul. There you go. CP3. We got two go two point guard yeah, combination. Yeah. I like and that then, team. Uh, honestly, I want to have a third guard in there, but he's big enough to be my forward. So James Harden yes. is, uh, is an all cry baby. You know what's funny? My favorite thing is his, I want a fair chance. That was weak, bro. Oh, do you Come want a fair on. chance after all the travels you got away with? and uh, Travels and his flops. The push-offs and the offensive fouls that you don't get called for? Oh, my. Okay, uh, I, saw like a, I saw like a post on Instagram. It was like in 2012 when they had asked him about introducing the flopping fine he's like yeah i think people get away with it too much there should be fine there should be uh, a penalty for it but, but this guy's like another number one <laughs> flopper videos. in the league right he's so, videos uh i like that good and then, then uh number four on the uh all nba first uh first team crybaby clay thompson really oh yeah you should watch the series man he's crying up a storm very surprising. Very he's surprising. He's quiet. Crying you know what I mean? Storm. And really? then last and not least, this is a three-time Hall of Famer. Uh, sorry, not three-time. Three-time uh, first-team All-NBA M- All crybaby, Draymond Green. This guy uh, is the team captain. I he's, hate Draymond. He's commissioner, bro. and he actually uh, <laughs> is GM as well. So, <laughs> so uh, shout-out to the first-team like All-NBA crybaby, Kyle Lowry, CP3, James Harden, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Four of them are from the same series. Uh, so... <laughs> Welcome. This is an honor for you guys. In perspective. But uh, yeah, that does uh, bring us to an end of this week's episode. Uh, Honestly, we both really genuinely wish this series gets a little bit better because it's just a little bit embarrassing right now. And and we're just wasting an opportunity. And it's such a good opportunity that it hurts my feelings so much. Absolutely. This is is your, your tryout to keep Kawhi. So let's, you know, 
just give it a bit more, you know? That's all it is. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us. Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts. Where else? Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We're on it all, so hit us up. I know you can't see our likes anymore on Instagram, but I can guarantee you. They're triple. They're there. They're there. Thanks, guys, for listening to your content. We appreciate the support. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs, and we'll catch you next week. Go Raptors.